Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and we talk about trending news topics. So today's episode of the podcast is going to be all about the recent vegan documentary Game Changers because we both watched it this week. It came out on Netflix. So we're going to talk about that. But first... Roll that intro. That sexy intro. This is Plant-Based News with Kat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today making news, Monster Energy. That's Not right. like monster as in like Frankenstein energy. No, Halloween's over. <laughs> No, Monster the Drink. Yes, the energy drink company Monster has released a vegan oat drink and they threw a vegan brunch that they didn't invite us to. How rude. That's so rude. We were so ready to go to California. So this new vegan drink is called Farmer's Oats and it's made with oat milk and an energy blend with 200 milligrams of caffeine. Now, I have no idea how much 200 milligrams of caffeine is. Well, to give you a little sense, the awake chocolate that I just ate has, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is 100 milligrams of caffeine, but that would be in two pieces. So I just had 50 milligrams of caffeine. And isn't that supposed to be as much as a cup of coffee? Yeah. So Monster Energy has four cups of coffee in it? Oh, snap. We just want to highlight that vegan food isn't always good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy... Okay, so you can drink four cups of coffee in one energy drink. And still be vegan. Woo. What a time to be alive. Can I also just point out, I really don't like the name Farmer's Oats. Like, mm. I'd rather it be called Farmer Oats. I don't know why you don't the want possession the of the Farmer's the oats. oats, it just sounds weird to me. Okay, okay. I don't know why, but it's just not sitting right with me. But okay, so it's like a coffee energy drink. Yeah, because they have this whole line of... It's called their coffee-infused Java Monster so it's line. Like kind of cold brew, kind of yeah, energy drink. Yeah, it's okay. they're all like coffee flavored, yeah. and they have all the extra caffeine because like Starbucks has stuff like that too. Yeah, and I assume they have like milk or some form they, of milk yeah, in them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess it's to compete with. Well, actually, there aren't any vegan versions out there. So of what these coffee energy drinks. Because I used to drink the Starbucks Oh, so it's ones. like not the same as those like vegan coffee, iced coffee things that you drink. The ones in cans. No, it's different. Not the same. No, okay. because it's supposed to be like an energy drink that those has a cup of coffee in it. In it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Whereas those cans are of just cold coffee. brew are just coffee. They're not like weird energy stuff. <laughs> weird okay. energy. I still find them weird either way, but you know. Like the taste or the concept? All of it. All of it. Coffee in a can is odd to me. Well, even if it's cold, like nitro coffee? Yeah, that's odd. What about iced tea? That comes in a can. Weird. I think you're just being disagreeable right now. <laughs> I don't know. I find it weird if there's coffee in a can. How do you feel about wine in a can? Wine is in a can? You've never had it? No, but that shouldn't happen. Okay. Keep it in a box. You know what? <laughs> that is so true. Because the cans, <laughs> let me tell you, they are tiny. <laughs> and also, that feels weird. Drinking wine out of a can feels so that weird. That would feel weird. Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't know. Like, cans are so relaxed. I would fully feel like I have a drinking problem if I'm drinking you're too wine relaxed. out of a can. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. 
that it just feels weird i don't know but it's good for travel you know on the go that's what boxes are for aren't or because there are little wine juice boxes aren't there what i'm pretty sure those exist too well i gotta find not just like big boxes i I think they actually exist in small boxes i thought you were just talking about the big boxes no i was very impressed and proud and a little hurt that you haven't invited me over for a box of wine (laughs) i've never bought a box of wine wow yeah i'm an adult i think oh i'm I'm not an adult yet Yet. i'm not an adult until i buy boxed wine yes got it anyways back to this monster monster so at their event they paired the new beverage with vegan food provided by local restaurants which included a vegan classic breakfast sandwich and a vegan breakfast taco yum so oh my goodness there was even donuts yeah i told you that java monster donut and a frozen espresso treat i mean I kind of believe that the drink probably doesn't taste very good. Because, first of all, energy drinks don't taste good. No. And the Adding coffee, coffee ones, to that sounds gross. The coffee ones tend to have a really weird taste to yeah. them. I don't know. I just like, I don't like energy drinks. I don't like coffee. So that combination sounds horrible to me. I'm sure there's people out there that like it, though. So I like both of those things. <laughs> but I don't necessarily like them together. You only like certain energy drinks, though, right? Well, or you only drink certain energy drinks but i like, like red bull all. the most yeah but i don't have anything against so cliche should we move along yeah okay let's talk about papa john's papa don't like that why'd you do that because <laughs> it felt weird to continue on <laughs> okay papa john's is hiring a chief vegan officer and Catherine will be applying but it's in the uk so okay I think that you'd be great for the job. You think it, so? It's like... Did you read the what I need to know? No, okay. but it's pizza and it's vegan pizza. But also, and I've had your vegan pizza. And it's good. And but like, I've never had Papa John's pizza in my life. Because Papa John's doesn't exist in Canada, for, as far as I know. Very rarely. It might Maybe be on the west coast. Maybe closer to the border. Yeah. yeah. Certain areas. But like, I've never had Papa John's. I've never even seen Papa John's. I feel like it's good because people seem to like it, but I don't know. So you don't think you're ready for it? I don't know if I'd want that. Okay. Well, this is what they're this is what they're doing. Yeah. They're recruiting their chief vegan officer to help expand their vegan menu options in the UK. The new role will support the company's head of research and development in innovating Papa John's vegan menu in 2020 to ensure the chain offers exciting options to its vegan customers. So this sounds like a temporary role. Like a contract position. Come in for this year to help us. us develop. This isn't like a forever role it sounds like oh because it says 2020 specifically like it sounds like come in for 2020 teach us the ways of vegan pizza and then our product development team will take it from there okay so what i got from that was that we are searching now but the position won't start till 2020 because 2019 is almost over and we're no, probably like, not going to hire I someone that before christmas that too but like you don't have to specify that <laughs> hmm. so i or it means that the you won't see the changes to their menu until 2020 i i again feel like that doesn't need to be specified and again i feel like this is such a pointless thing to be <laughs> arguing right now <laughs> okay so that's not the news story <laughs> the news story is that they are looking to add more vegan options to their menu in the uk which i also didn't know papa john's existed in the uk me neither and I also wasn't aware of the vegan options that they already launched this year. Yeah, I know nothing. So <laughs> so they already launched something called vegan cheese. Yeah, you've had cheese. Cheese. That cheese. It's by that brand? Yeah. Cheese is the one. Oh, yeah, okay. It's by Butte Island. Right, right, cheese. right. 
That's not their product. Cheese right. is a separate product. That's what they use on their vegan pizzas. So they brought in cheese to yeah. have on their pizzas. Yeah. And it flew out the door as soon as it hit the menu. Cheese is good cheese. It is. They had three vegan pizzas featuring it, which included its popular Marmite and mm. cheese scrolls. Which I want like, those. What's a cheese scroll? I think it's like, you know, like a cinnamon roll. I think oh. that's what they call them because they like... I think, but I could be totally That's wrong. That's magical, except don't put Marmite in that. I love Marmite. That doesn't seem right to no, me. I love Marmite. Um, they also look up what a scroll is, just to okay. be sure. They also added cheesy vegan potato wedges and, oh my, vegan jalapeno cheesy potato wedges. Hello. I'm into that. So yeah, it's basically pinwheels. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now getting back to requirements the ideal candidate has a background in food technology Catherine Do not. doesn't have that a degree in food science Catherine Do doesn't have that and a passion for plant-based food Catherine doesn't have that so you're probably right that you're not right for this position I'm no. sorry you can keep being the chief vegan officer at TMG though okay we'll perfect. keep you on what are yeah. you what's your title chief fun officer oh rude <laughs> rude so rude <laughs> I didn't I didn't say that you weren't fun you're just not head of fun. You're not like in charge of fun. Rude. You're in charge Rude. of vegan. I'm in charge Rude. of food. Rude. Anyways. We're co-vegan food fun directors. Okay. Okay. <laughs> vegan food fun directors. Anyways, if anyone wants to apply to the position, applications are being accepted until November 8th. So Whoa, get November on 8th. that. Yeah. If you're a food scientist that has a passion for plants. And pizza. Apply. All right, should we move on? Yeah. We've had enough of the Papa John's. Yeah. Let's Bye, talk Papa. about 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. I feel like we've talked about them a lot recently. Yeah, because they brought in pizza, right? That yeah, didn't that wasn't have in Canada. vegan cheese. It and only wasn't has in Canada, beyond, right? Yeah, and it only had Beyond Meat. Or was it in Canada? But they are partnering with Califia Farms to bring in Califia's on-the-go products. So that Califia. includes... Califia's products, not 7-Eleven. <laughs> All of 7-Eleven's products. No, I products. know. You just said Califia a lot, so I felt like saying it again. Oh, okay. It's fun <laughs> to say. I guess. I don't think Califia. so, but it sounds like an alien mm. race. Okay, so bottles of almond milk infused nitro cold blue. Cold blue. Cold blue. Yeah, yeah. Cold brew coffee, which that Catherine already discussed that she me. finds these coffee drinks weird nope yep no thank you and probiotic rich vegan yogurts are hitting the shelves across various regions of the convenience store chain regions is it an almond based their yogurts um it doesn't specify Mm. but a lot of their products do tend to be almond yeah i'm just gonna say it now i do not like their products that i've tried i'm gonna say this now their peppermint mocha cold brew that only comes out in the right holiday now year, yeah. Is amazing. Oh. Yeah. I saw it in the store last week and got so excited. I tried their like almond milk. They're just regular almond milk. Cause when everyone was talking about how amazing it was and mm-hmm. how it's the best one. And then we got it to Canada. So it's like perfect. It was nine dollars. <laughs> Why? Hmm. It's a big um, jug though. I guess, but it's not nine dollars worth. No. Um, so I bought it because I was like, everyone's loving this, and I hated it. And that was the worst nine dollars I've ever spent. Cause I didn't drink it. If you like chocolate milk and you like minty flavor, get the peppermint mocha cold brew mix. It is so good, but hurry because I'm going to go buy it all. Yeah, I do hear their cold brew stuff is good, but again, Mm -hmm. I don't like it, so I will never try it. 
Anyways, the dairy-free yogurt flavors that will be available are super berry, strawberry, and mango. What about plain? No. No one wants that. I need people to, like, I get, I love all these different flavors of yogurt. But, like, I rather add things to my yogurt than have things added to my yogurt for me. Wow. I want plain yogurt. And, like, not even vanilla flavor? No, I just want plain, unsweetened yogurt. So then I have complete control over what my yogurt tastes like. <laughs> you are special. That's I there's only one brand of yogurt or two brands of yogurt I ever buy and it's because it's the only two brands that come unsweetened and plain and soy based. <laughs> Jeez. No, I'm all about the vanilla. No, I can't. I don't I'd rather I if I want vanilla, I'm gonna add vanilla. I can't commit to a flavor. Can't. that actually that's a bigger issue maybe we'll save that for another episode okay Catherine's issue with committing to flavors <laughs> so these um products will be available in seven regions greater los angeles north pacific southwest heartland florida north atlantic and northeast no canada i also have no idea where any of those are right other than california i feel like this is a special exclusive 7-eleven map <laughs> and they have decided these regions and I don't know if anyone else knows where they stand. Yeah. What is Northeast? <laughs> okay. So that's when you're standing. Okay. I get it. But like what is considered Northeast? Like because Northeast if I'm standing in Mexico is completely different than Northeast if I'm standing in California. I don't know. Maybe it's Northeast from the center of. Is HQ. it Northeast the center of the United States maybe? I really don't know. It's going to be in 3,200 locations. That's cool. That's a lot. So, How many locations does 7-Eleven have? Come on. It's a convenience store. There's lots know. of them. Anyways, that's exciting news. I yeah, get really right. excited when I see vegan yogurt popping up more and more. I don't. Okay. Is that because they're not in plain unsweetened? Soy. You are just so negative. I don't know. I like, I've tried so many different kinds of yogurt. Although the one that I did really, really like, and I think it's coconut based, mm. is that one Riviera. Riviera. Oh so my God. Oh, good. I got it. Me and uh hutch got it when we were in montreal and we got the berry one and it was amazing it's so good yeah that one was incredible but again i don't commit to tubs of flavored yogurt because i just like i like plain yogurt i like adding my own sweetener i like deciding what kind of fruit i want in it i also hate mushy fruit so like when it's all like mushy in the yogurt Mm. how do you feel about jam I don't eat jam a lot. Okay. How do you feel about the marmalade we just made? It's orange. I don't like it. Great. (laughs) Okay. We're going to move right along to China. Bulldog is the first cruelty-free certified brand to sell in China. So according to a press release, a unique agreement between Cruelty Free International, Shanghai Fengpu Industrial Park, Oriental Beauty Valley, and mm, Kanansen and CRC means that bulldog can manufacture his products in the uk fill them in the oh my god i can't say any of these words <laughs> feng Sheng manufacturing zone and sell in the municipality of shanghai the agreement is a huge win for bulldog says founder simon duffy without the leaping bunny certification the brand would not sell its products in china the point is that china up until this point mm-hmm has never allowed any products that weren't tested on animals to be sold in China. Okay. This is the first product that's been able to do so. They basically, like, based on what I read in the article, the, I don't know if it's the CEO who was quoted or who it was, but they were basically saying that they weren't willing to sacrifice 
their morals and their standards to be able to sell in China. So they worked as hard as they could in order to find a compromise with China and be able to still sell their products without having to compromise their standards. And somehow they were able to work it out. So now there's a cruelty-free skincare brand that is being sold in China. The first ever. Okay. Yes. Which I think is very big news. It's a very small step, Mm -hmm. but it's a very big step. So I think it's very, very um, reassuring to see that China is willing to at least let this company Mm -hmm. sell its cruelty-free products there. And it's hopeful that future companies Mm -hmm. that want to be able to get their products to a very, very large population are able to sell their cruelty-free products there. And products that are already in China can, if they want to, transition to cruelty-free uh testing right now that there's like a frame of reference for a company that has successfully done it has actually done it and it's i guess proven that china is willing to figure out a way to allow companies to do this Mm -hmm. like i'm sure it'll take a long while until more companies can do it but it's happened Mm -hmm. one of them has happened at least all it takes is one right yeah and hopefully the product does well and sells well and proves it because consumers care about this exactly so hopefully People who live in China really want some cruelty-free products and support this brand. Yeah. That's going to be it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. All right, what are we talking about? Game changers. Yeah, let's talk about game changers now. Documentary time. So we both recently watched it. Yeah, and for anyone who doesn't know, it's a documentary about vegan athletes. Yes. High performance vegan athletes, I think is how they specified it or something. Yeah, so like professional athletes. Narrated by James Wilkes. That's his name, right? James Wilkes, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, Who is a a previous, who was previously a UFC fighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing that made us want to talk about it is the fact that we've both heard of people who've watched it and now they're like, I want to go vegan because I saw this. Yes. Mine was a complete stranger. I was just eavesdropping on a conversation. <laughs> Mine wasn't actually somebody I know, but I overheard it in a bulk barn. So someone saying that they had watched it and yeah. now they're trying to go vegan. Not vegan. They said vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay. So I overheard it was these two girls talking and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm veg-. She wasn't trying. She's like, I'm vegetarian now. I went vegetarian yesterday. And the other girl's like, oh, why? She's like, well, I watched this documentary called Game Changers. And I just like, I kind of stopped at that point because I yeah. get a little frustrated with that kind of stuff. But she's just talking about how... And she was just basically reiterating what they said in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about why that frustrates you? Um, people it f- going... It frustrates me when people go vegan from one source. It doesn't... Not necessarily a documentary or anything like that. It's because anything that's meant to prove that veganism is good mm-hmm. is ultimately biased. Like any other thing. Anything that's trying to prove meat is good or whatever everything's going to be biased documentaries books whatever it is and i just like i get frustrated when people watch one thing and then they're like oh okay i'm gonna go vegan now they see all this positive stuff in the documentary and they're like because everyone in the documentary talks about how veganism helped with their performance and all this stuff and all this stuff and i get frustrated because like not saying veganism doesn't help with that but it doesn't necessarily help everybody with that mm-hmm. so like i feel like if people just go vegan off of one thing and then all of a sudden they're like, wait, I'm not recovering from my workouts better. Maybe veganism actually doesn't work. And then they stop. 
So like I get frustrated when people go vegan from one thing without doing other research and seeing other stories about it to understand that, yes, this might be a benefit of veganism, but not for everybody. So that like I feel like people are probably I don't know if this is an actual stat, but like people might be more likely to stop veganism because they see the, all this positive stuff about it from one a one one sided documentary and then that stuff doesn't happen for them. So they're like, oh, it just lied. Mm-hmm. Veganism isn't this great diet or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So then they just stop and yeah. do no further research after that. Yeah. I mean, it is important when you watch any documentary to understand like where it's coming from, yeah. that it is going to be biased. But I think what like I also heard my dad has a friend who apparently watched Game Changers and is now trying to be vegetarian because of it. Yeah. And so when he told me that, I was like, OK, I, I need to watch this documentary because we've been hearing that kind of stuff it's been getting really great reviews yeah. from lots of vegans um and non-vegans yeah getting good reviews all around and i think the biggest thing for me was yes it's all about athletes and yes it's also very male centric that was one of my biggest beefs with it but it also ties in a lot of science yeah so i do think like i've watched a lot a lot of vegan documentaries and they're all very one-sided including this one but the difference between this one and every other vegan documentary that i've seen is this one's guest speakers other than the actual athletes were all doctors scientists Mm -hmm. whatever people who have background to be able to say this stuff with credibility yeah (laughs) and not just be people who are like yeah my body changed and it's great and this and vegan does this and this but they're just some normal person yeah and people saying like oh i feel so much more energized or people saying like my recovery time is a lot shorter like we both acknowledge that there's a lot of variables that can affect that kind of stuff and it might not just be going vegan but i think the parts in the documentary that stood out more were when they talked about um the cholesterol and the buildup mm-hmm. in your um, arteries that can be caused yeah. and then even like learning about b12 that it's not naturally occurring yeah. in animals there's you can only get b12 from animals because they're giving they're- b12 to animals and then you're eating that meat yeah so stuff like that which isn't really a variable like that's just a fact yeah. right yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah like getting the facts of like the fact that you know you get more than half of your protein or most meat eaters already get more than half of their protein from plants. Like that's a cool fact to know. Mm -hmm. So whatever the plants that that meat eater is eating throughout the day, they're already getting as much protein as they need. Any meat they're eating is basically just extra protein they need. Mm -hmm. So that if you took that away and replaced it with more vegetables, you'd still be getting even more protein. Mm -hmm. So like, it's not like, like all this stuff that's just like, here's how the human body responds to plant-based proteins. That stuff was all great. I loved all that. Yeah. And even stuff about protein itself that people think they need to eat all of this meat and Mm -hmm. get all that kind of protein when really that's not all you need. You need some protein, but also a lot of carbohydrates are what help you with your workout. Yeah. 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 Um, Where I have issues with documentaries and I watch a lot of documentaries and I love documentaries. So this is coming from a place where I just want documentaries to be better. (laughs) But I have the issue where it goes down to the individual person. And this one person's like, it did this for me. So it should do this for you. And I'm like, no, because like we were talking about it and like, yeah, your recovery time's better, but not everyone's recovery time's Mm -hmm. better on a vegan diet. That's not saying vegan diets are bad, but that's just saying it affects people in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like some people get this awesome boost of energy when they go vegan. Some people just feel the exact same. Mm -hmm. So like I just, I when it gets down to those individual people benefits is where i get 
bothered with it. Yeah. And the problem with making the whole documentary about athletes is that a lot of the times it comes back to, yeah, my performance this, my performance that when, because I'm vegan or when yeah. I went vegan, like that football team that yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 players went vegan and then all oh, they finally made it to the playoffs or whatever. I mean, they could also have been like, it's been 15 years since we've been to the playoffs and been trying really freaking hard this time. Exactly. So like, I'm not saying the vegan diet, like it sounds like we're bashing a vegan diet, which we obviously aren't because we're both vegan. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, like I'm trying, I, where I have issues with documentaries like this is where they're like, the vegan diet did everything for me. That's the, like, that's the only thing I changed when they don't realize maybe their mentality shifted and they're like, or maybe they were eating healthier after being vegan, so they took better care of themselves in other areas of their life, too, and, like, all that kind of stuff, because that translates. Mm-hmm. You start eating more veggies and feel healthier. You start wanting to do other healthier things in other areas. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're hydrating yourself better. Maybe you're doing this better. Maybe you're doing this. Maybe you're sleeping more, whatever it is. So, I mean, you could argue and say that the vegan diet helped to do that then, but... Mm-hmm. And we keep coming back to, like, the whole recovery aspect, but the documentary really does cover a lot yeah. of the health aspects of a vegan diet. And so, I think we just think you should focus more on that and not mm-hmm. get caught up in the recovery part. It's, it's also a hard documentary to relate to because it's all high-performance athletes, which most people in the world aren't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great documentary because I think when you're targeting athletes like that's a demographic that again is like so far away from considering veganism to be a good diet Mm -hmm. for like so I think it's a great target to go after but for like an everyday person it's so hard to relate to because I'm not working out six hours a day I'm Mm -hmm. not riding my bike six hours a day so I don't need this great recovery time for my workouts to be able to do six more hours of workouts the next day so it's a hard documentary to relate to because it's all high performance athletes yeah i think the one point in the documentary where it kind of felt a little bit more normal was when they were talking to the firefighters yeah because neither of us realized this but one of the biggest killers of firefighters like they have a really big problem with heart attacks Mm -hmm. a lot of them are prone to it and so they took the firefighters and changed their diets for a week to a plant-based diet and they saw plant-based diet yeah yeah and they saw a difference in their cholesterol and things like that and to me they seem more like a normal example to test that on i agree even though their jobs are definitely very physical yeah very not normal but they're not necessarily training for six hours and worried about recovery they're just worried about like their heart health and their overall health yeah um yeah no i think that was the most relatable part for any just like normal person um another thing that i had an issue with is it's very 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 male focused Mm -hmm. there's two female athletes highlighted in it and they're in it for like five minutes each so they're basically like to me it felt like they were added in there because they made this documentary and they're like oh we have no women in this documentary Mm -hmm. we should add a couple women in this documentary Mm -hmm. but i could just be nitpicking things um but yeah i was a little i was like okay like so not only can i not relate to this because it's a very high performance athlete thing but there's only like two women in this documentary so like they talk about erections in it and they talk about all this stuff and i was like okay i don't care about erections mm-hmm. like i don't sure cool that's it's like really cool science and it's really cool to like hear but i really don't care when it comes down to that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so like it's a hard documentary to relate to in my opinion if you're especially if you're a woman yeah who's not a high performance athlete and I mean, I am, so I related to it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Devin's a high-performance athlete now. Yeah, and you know, the guy with the erection part, he's like, I think that this is significant for people <laughs> who get erections and people who, you know, care about people who get erections. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that just really spoke to me. <laughs> 
Um, but I actually feel like that whole part could have just been taken out. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like a really weird addition to the film. Um, Although. It's like, I think it's important to acknowledge that because I do think a lot of men think they're not manly when they have a vegan or plant-based diet. And there's the whole concern with soy and testosterone yeah. and estrogen. So like, I think like it was very, I think it was very obvious that the document is geared towards men. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a good addition that it was, since it was geared towards men, so men can actually see that your penises are actually harder and erect longer more boners more better boners (laughs) when you go vegan um so like from this small sample size that is not exactly a scientific study yeah but there's that and they acknowledge that too which is good so but like so it sounds like i'm trashing on this documentary a lot which i'm i mean there are things that i i think are problematic with it but i think of the vegan documentaries i've seen it's probably one of the best solely for the reason that they have so many doctors they have so many scientists they have footnotes where you can look up the research that they talk about all this kind of stuff so they like did their due diligence to make sure they were actually giving credible information and not just some random person who was like yeah i cured my heart disease with it Mm -hmm. like that's great stories like that are wonderful and i'm so glad it worked for them but they're not evidence that a vegan diet helps cure heart disease Mm -hmm. one person isn't proof so the fact that they actually like mentioned a lot of actual studies and like put footnotes in there so people can do their own research is like a very big step forward in vegan documentaries in my opinion yeah and i mean i don't watch a lot of documentaries at all so this probably um i feel like it resonated more with me just because i don't have a lot to compare it to but i do like after i watched i was like i want everyone that i know that has questions about the vegan diet to watch this not for the athlete part not for just for the science for the science part yeah and even myself i feel like i learned a lot and i know it can be biased and i know that when it comes to the health stuff it's a difficult thing to argue because there's always going to be a study that proves it wrong and stuff like that so i try not to get caught up in the health stuff but there were things that i learned that it's just science right like the thing that we like we're like whoa what Honestly, I think it was the B12 thing. The fact that animals have B12 supplements. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is one of those things that like people always bring up to vegans. Yeah. Is that like, oh, if humans were meant to be vegans or whatever it is, then why don't we like, yeah. you need B12 from animals. And then like, so like I knew B12 came from bacteria. Yeah. But I figured it was like bacteria that developed in animals or something like that. Um, and I had no idea that even animals were short on their B12 intake. So I was like, that's pretty cool to mm-hmm. know. Because it used to be a thing that before there was so many pesticides and our water was so um, heavily, what is it, treated, I guess. Um, the B12 could be naturally occurring, but now it doesn't naturally occur on like the dirt that might be on your potatoes yeah. and stuff like that. So we can't get it from vegetables anymore. And animals obviously aren't getting it either. Yeah. I think so an, everyone just needs a supplement. Yeah, exactly. And then when they talked about like how much extra protein um, animals are fed yeah, every year. Well, the fact that like they're fed four times more protein than they produce. Yeah. Just eat the protein they're fed. Yeah. What's going on, people? And I really do like the point about um, the food that your animals are eating is what's giving them the protein. The protein yeah. So you could just be eating that food and getting the protein like straight from the source yeah Yeah. no i know and i think that's what people forget about how bodies work yeah is that like 
yeah, there are different species, but they work similar ways to human bodies work is that they intake things that their bodies need as well. Mm-hmm. So like we get vegans get their protein from vegetables, uh, non-vegans get their protein from meat. Animals don't just create protein in their body. Yeah. Most bodies don't actually create a lot of things. That's why you need to eat because you need to get all these things. Mm-hmm. So like um, literally all protein is from plants. Mm-hmm. And then animals just consume that protein and then give it to humans when humans kill them. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the follow-up to this discussion, at least for me, is I do want, like, the non-vegan people in my life to watch it. And I want to hear what their questions are and what yeah. their thoughts are. Because I have I watched it with you and I talked to, like, our other yeah, vegan yeah. friends about it. And that's kind of a closed sample. Yeah, it's because, like... I mean, like, it's great that vegans are really loving this documentary, but, like, that's not who your target audience is. Mm-hmm. Like, with a vegan documentary, you're not targeting vegans. You're targeting non-vegans. Yeah. If you're targeting vegans, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what the people who this movie is actually targeting think of it. Yeah. Like, I want to hear what their questions are and what their points are against it. Yeah. Because I, like, I know I'm looking at it with, like, very rose-colored glasses right now. Yeah. Maybe I need to watch it again, too. So, like, I'm always someone that, like, I love to question things because I do know that, like, for every study that proves, like, hey, apples are great for you, there's probably a study that says, oh, but this in apples is actually bad for Mm -hmm. you or whatever. And, like, obviously every study, it's it's hard because, like, you hear study, you just assume, oh, they must be right. Mm -hmm. But, like you have to understand some studies are also funded by certain people and they tell them to look at very specific things and all this kind of stuff and all this stuff. So you have to really like, you can't just expect to get the answers given to you. Mm -hmm. Like whoever's giving you answers is giving you answers for a certain agenda, whether they realize it or not. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously like we're going to be sharing stuff that is really cool and vegan related, but like, I'm sure there's cool studies that aren't vegan related Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Right. So I feel like getting this information is great and like like figuring it out and doing all this stuff but it shouldn't stop and be like this stuff if it encourages you to be like yeah I want to go vegan that's amazing and I hope it does but don't let that be the be all end all of your plant-based knowledge Mm -hmm. like look at the studies they're referencing and look at other studies watch other documentaries and like actually figure out this stuff and how it applies to you specifically because they can't create documentaries for everyone Mm -hmm. it's created for very specific individuals so it's about doing the research and finding what works for you within that diet but yeah i think it's always important to do your own research and look into exactly like they're telling you about these studies but it's an hour and a half documentary they can't tell you everything about this study so go to the study that you thought was really interesting and read a little bit more about it how many people were studied all this kind of stuff because like some studies happen and it's like 200 people were studied yeah so like you have to like do your own research and be prepared that like everything they say might not actually happen for you but there's probably also other benefits that they didn't say that might happen for you Mm -hmm. so i just i get worried when people see very one-sided things which is everything but i just feel like don't let this be the end of your knowledge of the vegan diet yeah i think if i had watched it as a non-vegan I don't know that it would sway me towards veganism, but watching it as a vegan kind of like 
reassures me yeah that you're that, on the right track yeah that i i like the choices that i'm making yeah. from like a health standpoint because it is one of the perspectives that i consider probably the least and least often like i'm usually thinking more about the animals uh-huh. or the environment uh-huh. and then health Got because it. you know i want i eat beyond all the time oh, yeah, i yeah, eat yeah. processed foods all the time you know what i mean yeah like i'm not really thinking about my health yeah that's another thing is that i feel like when you watch documentaries like this and they did make sure a lot to say a whole food plant-based diet yeah but a lot of people also don't know what that means Mm -hmm. they don't know what whole foods means right so like i feel like what documentaries need to at least ones that are related to diets need to start doing is actually breaking it down and like yeah like i don't want to say what you can and can't eat but understand that if you're eating beyond burgers all the time like if you're basically doing the exact same diet did you, you did before like you eat at A&W once a day, every day, and you switch to a Beyond Burger, it's great, and you're saving a lot of animals, but you probably actually won't see a lot of health benefits from that because you're yeah. still eating fast food. Exactly. So it's just understanding exactly what they mean by a whole foods plant-based diet and understanding that there are like some changes here. Junk food is fine. Fast food is fine. Eat it. But understand that if you're just making the swap over to fast food, you probably won't see those health changes that you might want to see. Mm-hmm. So... Part of me is so curious about these people that experience like the energy boosts and the quick recovery times. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of want to know what that's like or like, yeah, the only what thing could I change to maybe get that? The only thing I ever say that actually changed for me with yeah. a vegan diet is like, I feel like I've always had this much energy. Like, I feel like I have a lot of energy to yeah. begin with. So I feel like I've always had this much energy. My recovery time is still horrible, <laughs> like all this kind of stuff. I think it's all the same. The only thing that I've actually noticed that changed most of the time is I don't feel crappy after eating. Like you don't feel heavy. Yeah. That's the only thing I ever tell people that changed for me mm-hmm. because like I don't necessarily sleep better. Like I still slept really crappy when I went vegan, but that's, o- that's also because I just always slept crappy like mm-hmm. that. It wasn't related to my diet. I'm just a bad sleeper and like certain things like i had an iron deficiency but i had it before going vegan too so like things didn't really change for me other than the fact that i didn't feel unless i ate actually too much food like yesterday Mm -hmm. i didn't feel heavy and gross after eating that's the only thing that ever changed but that also doesn't apply to when i'm eating really greasy food i feel really gross after eating that oh yeah I mean, I sleep fine, but that's because I, when I'm awake, I'm like going all the time. So when I hit the pillow, I'm out. Yeah. Um, I can run more than I've ever been able to run in my life, but I don't think that I could attribute that to veganism yeah. because that's something I've been working at for like a few years exactly, now. Exactly. Yeah. But that would be great to say. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Like, I can run 5K now because I went vegan. Yeah. No, it's because I worked hard at it. Yeah. Maybe veganism helps it in some obscure, I'm sure it does. small way. And yeah. I wish I knew for sure, but Thank I would, you know what? I'll just take all the credit. <laughs> it's my, my determination. Yes um yeah so i don't like to say all these things are gonna change and happen and all this stuff because especially like even if they do usually you only feel it for like the first little bit anyways and then you level out and you feel normal again Mm -hmm. and you're like okay just regular old human i'm still tired still get zits yeah still get colds yeah all the time i mean i don't get colds that much but i also didn't get colds much before so yeah yeah so i don't know i when I hear things like being like, you're going to have this amazing recovery time. You're going to have this and this and this. And it's almost like they're promising you that a vegan diet will do all this stuff for you. It just bothers me because like it didn't happen for me. It probably mm-hmm. doesn't happen for a lot of people. So like 
I feel like when you put these promises attached to it, people are like, if it didn't happen, then maybe my body's not meant to be vegan or maybe this isn't right for me. Mm -hmm. When it probably actually is doing a lot of great things for you inside your body, you just can't really tell. Yeah. Because maybe you're just a tired person. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you just need to sleep more. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I I thought the documentary was great and I think they supported themselves really, really well in all of their arguments, except when it gets down to the individual stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, you can't really prove that you're sleeping better because of a vegan diet. No. At least I haven't seen anything that's proven that yet. I think that would take some pretty extensive studying. So, like, I hope they get some proof that that might actually help. Maybe I'm getting 10 minutes more sleep than I did before. And that's technically sleeping better. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, like, there's, like, no scientific proof that that kind of stuff is linked to veganism. Yeah, like these super positive, like energy boosting claims that come with veganism. I haven't experienced those, but I also haven't experienced the other side where people are like, oh, vegans are weak and yeah. starving. So yeah. I can tell you I don't experience that yeah. unless I don't eat, which would be fair for anybody, right? Exactly. If anyone doesn't eat vegan or not, you know, yeah. you're going to feel tired. And then like in the middle, like you said, like no one's perfect. It veganism doesn't cure all these things but it also doesn't cause all these problems so and it is all about what you eat and how your body responds to different foods Mm -hmm. but i would like to mention before we like end this episode which i assume is going to be soon um one thing that i actually really liked is they were doing a uh, like a little mini experiment with like athletes um where they had the burritos Mm -hmm. and like the first one were all meat burritos and then the second one was vegan meat burritos but they didn't substitute it with like beans and like really boring plant-based protein they actually substituted with like vegan chicken and vegan pork and vegan ground beef which i appreciated so much because i hate the documentaries that are like yeah you can stop eating beef just eat black beans and like i'm here for beans i like beans but it's not a substitution for ground beef it's just not so like i appreciated that they did that yeah Um, because I think you hardly ever see that in vegan documentaries. Mm -hmm. You always see like you have to switch to this whole food plant-based diet. You can't have meat substitutes. You can't have this. You can't have this. You can have meat substitutes. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Beyond Burgers are delicious. I would love to know what other people thought of it. I was just going to say if anyone has watched it and they have thoughts, we'd love to hear them. You can send us a voice message if you use the Anchor app. You can download that for iOS or Android and you just call into the show and then we can add the message to our next episode and talk Mm -hmm. about it i actually i hope we get a couple people to do it because i would love to actually revisit the talk about it and see what other people thought because i only know what you thought and a couple of our vegan friends yeah and like this week we're both gonna force everyone that we know to watch it so we'll come back with more perspectives yes and do part two (laughs) yes but so yeah we really want your opinion so if you're listening vegan or not put in your opinion if you've watched it if you haven't watched it even if you haven't watched it Put in your opinion of what you think, maybe, like what you've seen, what you've heard about it, all that kind of stuff, or watch it throughout this week because mm-hmm. we, within the next six days, mm-hmm. and then send us a voice message Yeah, before Sunday. So that's going to be it for this episode of TMG Unfiltered. Thank you for listening. You can check out our vegan recipes at twomarketgirls.com or our YouTube channel is called Two Market Girls. We are also on all of the socials at two market girls was that two market girls Is uh that what yeah you said? so it's two t w o n a r the number two no 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 the number two no <laughs> <laughs> that's Catherine's parody account <laughs> <laughs> be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes if you're listening on 
Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Give the show a rating and a review. It helps our podcast reach more listeners and we'd love yeah. for it to grow. Yes, please. And that's going to be it. Yeah, that's it. Have a great week. Go vegan. Bye. <laughs> Go vegan. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>